This week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast is brought to you by ArtBase. Did you know that ArtBase is the best love software in the art world? ArtBase offers products that do everything you need to run your art business. Track your art and your contacts and cross-reference them. Make invoices, generate consignments, run all kinds of reports, even use it on your iPad or iPhone at art fairs or while you're away. Take it from the thousands of happy ArtBase clients all over the world. ArtBase is the right software for your art business. Visit ArtBase.com to find out more. Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm Adam Green. In this week's episode, we're joined by Max Fishko, Director of Seattle Art Fair, which is occurring from August 4th to the 7th. Max, thanks for speaking with us. Thanks for having me. Most of our listeners may not be aware of the extent of the contemporary art scene or the art collecting community in Seattle in the northwest part of North America. So first, can you tell us about the extent of the art collecting community there? Well, there's a really passionate group of collectors that have been, you know, living and collecting and enjoying art in Seattle for the last 50 years in uh, a really significant way. One of the really inspirational and fascinating things about the region is the diversity of people's tastes and passions and finding out more about what people are really, uh, really discovering in contemporary art. Um, so it's, uh, it's, been, it's been fascinating. It's a, it's a wonderful community. Paul Allen, co-founder of Microsoft, started the Seattle Art Fair. What are his goals in establishing a fair in Seattle, and how involved is he with the fair today? I think that the goal for the fair is pretty clear. We want this to be the best art fair in the United States. We think we have all of the tools and all of the metrics that would allow us to grow into something that um, really captured people's imaginations in a broad way. Seattle is an amazing city. There's an amazing base of collectors there. There's amazing art being made and viewed in the museums and galleries and studios all throughout the region. And, um, you know, obviously with someone like Mr. Allen working with us, we're able to access a tremendous amount of resources and connections, um, both in the art world and beyond, that wouldn't ordinarily be available to a second-year art fair. Um, his involvement has been tremendous, uh, and you know I would say it's a it's a it's been a, a steady guiding hand to help us make some of the tough calls and right decisions to grow something into a really world world class event. Several reputable galleries participated in your fair last year in your inaugural edition, and they'll do so this year as well. Given how many art fairs there are around the world, what was the key to attracting these galleries to choose to exhibit at your fair? Well, there's a unique mixture of, um, obviously, an experienced organizer um, in my group sort of coming to the table and pairing up with a local, you know, I guess you would call him a patron of the kind of magnitude that um, Mr. Allen represents. So um, that's a unique sort of scenario. And I think in any business, in any industry, people are looking for opportunities. This wasn't something that was likely to come around twice. So uh, a lot of people saw the potential and got on board. Um, I think, you know, we were able to, we were lucky because we had worked with people like Greg Cusera and James Harris before in different fairs that we've worked on. I had been friends with Eric Gleason, the director of the Paul Gasson Gallery for years, and it was just a sort of uh, coming together of people who had a shared vision and a shared goal and a great opportunity to make those things real. A common topic written about over the past few years is how the art market can successfully engage with the tech community to convert more of them into art collectors. 
being in Seattle with both Amazon and Microsoft there, as well as other tech companies, what are your thoughts on this matter? Do galleries need to be pursuing wealthy tech individuals differently? How successful have they been thus far, in your opinion? I think that there's this sort of common trope of the art world trying to access the tech world. And to be honest with you, I think that every now and then people just try a little too hard. Frankly, um, most of the people at the heads of these tech companies, from what I can tell, are engineers. And engineers are interested in how things are made. To be um, candid, a lot of, I think, dealers and fairs get caught up in trying to seduce technology-oriented individuals who are sort of making technology their profession with art that incorporates technology because they think that's the logical next step. That isn't really the case. Um, I think engineers are generally more interested in people who are truly excellent at whatever they're doing and are more enamored with things that they don't inherently understand. So uh, people have been successful in trying to bridge that gap, and I think we are seeing more and more people from the tech sector coming into the art world. But I think that that's largely because the art world is just doing its job better, not because it's targeting the tech sector specifically. For our listeners in the Northwest or those who are coming to the fair or considering coming, what can they expect to see at this year's version of the fair? And are there any significant changes from last year's inaugural fair? There have been a lot of changes. Um, we made a concerted effort to reach out to galleries from Japan. Uh, it was a sort of first uh, time venture for us. And we went out there to Tokyo and met a lot of really interesting people and have put together an amazing group of galleries from, from Tokyo to come over for this fair. That's a new sort of thing that we tried and something we think is going to be really successful. We have also uh, expanded our talks and projects to um, really uh, uh, create almost a, a biennial-like happening that will be taking place all over Seattle and in the fair um, over the course of the weekend. Um, I think that you guys are slated to talk with Laura Freed, who's the artistic director, a little bit later, and she really put together some amazing things. During the August 4th to 7th uh, time period, what kind of interactions do you expect from visitors to the fair um, with other art and cultural components of Seattle? Uh, the Seattle Art Museum is activating the whole weekend in a lot of really fun and special ways, including an event that they'll be doing on Wednesday night where they'll be opening. And then on Friday night, they're going to be doing a wonderful after party for the fair, which I think will be a really good time. There's a ton going on in Seattle that weekend, including the fair. And I think a lot of the galleries, both those that are participating and those that aren't, are going to see a major uptick in interest. Max, thanks so much for coming on the podcast and speaking with us about the Seattle Art Fair, which is taking place just shortly, August 4th to 7th. If our listeners want to learn more about the fair, what's the website they can visit? SeattleArtFair.com. Perfect. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. And best of luck next week. Thank you. Take care. Thanks again to ArtBase for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. Did you know that ArtBase is the best love software in the art world? That's because ArtBase offers products that do everything you need to run your art business. Track your art and your contacts and cross-reference them. Make invoices, generate consignments, run all kinds of reports. Even use it on your iPhone or iPad at art fairs or while you're away. Take it from the thousands of happy ArtBase clients all over the world. ArtBase is the right software for your art business. Visit ArtBase.com to find out more.